Welcome to episode two of Odd Dad Rush. Two weeks, two episodes, things going pretty smoothly. Hopefully this episode goes a little better than the last one. I understand there was some glitches and a little bit of funk to it. And that's all right. You know, it's a learning curve. I understand that. And I appreciate you if you're still listening. If you turned off after one episode, you're not hearing this anyway. So who cares? But anyway, I'm doing this because I think it's something fun that I can do to look back on. Nolan can look back on and kind of see that we are all in on on this hockey thing for him. Uh, And we support what he's doing despite the maniacal hours and time spent at the rink and in the car driving to places. But I think that's what you sign up for when you sign up for hockey or, I mean, really any youth sport. There's a lot. There's a lot that goes into it. A lot more than it seems went into it when I was a kid. And that might segue perfectly into today's episode, which is kind of how a fan is born. Sometimes, you know, there's different ways. But anyway, I'll get into it. So when I was young, I mentioned it last episode, I grew up minutes away from the Coliseum, which we affectionately called the Mausoleum where the Islanders played because it was just a run-down, shitty building. But it was home for the Islanders. Subsequently, now they have two homes, the Coliseum, which has been renovated, but it's still kind of just like lipstick on a pig, and the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, which I've never been to for hockey, but I guess there's not great views. I don't know. They might have worked on it and made it better, but I didn't hear great things about it the first few years they played there. And then, turns out, one of my buddies who I grew up with lived across the street from me, Mike. He posted something about groundbreaking for the Islanders' new arena at Belmont, which is a racetrack for those equestrian lovers out there. Triple Crown. I think it's Triple Crown um, fans. The Belmont is one of the legs of the Triple Crown. So, they're breaking ground there, which is, I mean, it's a step in the right direction. The Coliseum is old, and they kind of just did a cosmetic fix, quick one, albeit expensive. And the Barclays, I don't think, is sustainable. I mean, it's a small arena, but the sight lines are not good. Whatever. So for me, growing up, it was Islanders or Rangers. You know, Yankees-Mets, Giants-Jets. And it was always Mets-Jets, Giants-Yankees. That's kind of how they went. And then Rangers-Islanders could kind of be interchanged as seen fit. Um, We were not Rangers fans. We were Islanders fans. We grew up 15 minutes from there. Like I said, the Rangers played at the Mecca, Madison Square Garden in Manhattan. We went to a few games there. You know, it's a cool place to see a game, but we were Islanders fans. Blue collar. And that's just how it went. You know, I was born into an Islanders household. Um, My mother didn't really care for hockey or sports in general. But my dad, my uncles, we were Islanders fans. So that's how it went. You know, Now I'm not so sure if my uncles were Islander fans or not. But either way, in my house, under my roof, with who I lived, we were Islanders fans. Now the other way to become a fan is through osmosis. Just being exposed to something and just soaking it in, soaking it in. And that is kind of what the 2018 Stanley Cup playoffs did for Nolan. It kind of seeped into his being. Um... The Caps kept playing, like I said last episode. They were on at 7 o'clock, 7.30, 8 o'clock. So he'd watch a period of those games, wake up, watch the highlights. At that time, he kind of just 
wanted the home team to win. Didn't matter who the home team was. Could have been the Lightning, could have been the Caps, could have been the Vegas Golden Knights. Didn't matter. Um, and that's just how he was. He just liked the game. And it's a you know easy game to fall in love with. It's quick, a lot of action. You know, seeing it live is on a whole nother level. But at that point, he hadn't seen a game live besides college hockey. Uh, maybe a Wolfpack game. But I don't even think that. I think after the Stanley Cup playoffs, I think he started really genuinely being interested in wanting to go to hockey all the time. And he kind of immersed himself in it. Um, ultimately, he chose the Capitals. For those of you that remember, the Capitals won the Stanley Cup in 2018. So they were on the most. He had the most exposure to them. And he kind of, you know, became a bandwagon fan, which is fine. You know, he was seven years old. So you're going to bust a seven-year-old's chops for being a bandwagon fan. That's on you. You know, that's not on him. That's how kids are. Um, so let me just break down how the Stanley Cup went. The, the, the caps were on anyway. They went down 0-2 to Columbus, okay, at home in Washington. And then they won game three, double overtime, I think. Um, and then... They wound up winning the series. Uh, second round, they lost game one to Pittsburgh before winning four of the next five games. The conference finals, they faced uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, who were the number one seed in the East. Um, I think they won the first two. Then they lost the first two. Uh, then Tampa won. Then Washington won at home. And then I think they won game seven in Tampa. I think it was like 4 nothing or something like that. So they were on to the Stanley Cup. And those games are, I don't know what the timing was. I think the ones who, the games that were in Vegas, which are a little tongue-tied right there, the games that were in Vegas were on later. So he didn't really watch those. He could just kind of had to rely on the highlights. Um, and Vegas was an expansion team. And they were the first expansion team, I think, Um to make it to the Stanley Cup Finals in their inaugural season, which was pretty impressive. I mean, it wasn't like a draft. They were picking, they had players that were seasoned in the league and were good players, and it just all came together. And if you've ever seen a game on TV in Vegas or been to Vegas for a game, it's like this whole spectacle. It's it's insane, the pyro and the, you know, light show that goes on before a game and even during the game. It's just, it's a scene, you know? Um, so the cap kept winning. Caps kept winning. Sorry, uh, kids are bandwagon fans. We understand that. And his day would kind of hinge on whether the Caps won or lost. You know, he'd wake up if they watched if he watched the highlights and they won, he was happy. If they lost, he was kind of a little pissed or upset. Um, and that was you know when the hell was the Stanley Cup? May, March, something like that. I think it was March. May, April, April, May, something like that. So let me see, just check. Yeah, the Stanley Cup ended on May 6th. Nope, not May 6th, May 23rd. So after a solid almost two months of playoff hockey, and mind you, he did not watch much in the regular season, if any at all. Um, no, May 23rd is still early. When the hell was it? June. It, it ended in June. Holy crap. Sorry, I just went to the Wikipedia page for the Stanley Cup playoffs that year. And it ended in June. It started in 
yeah, two months, April 12th to or April 11th to June 7th. That's a long time, man. That's a good run of hockey. And, and there's really no playoff better than Stanley Cup, than the hockey NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, so that's kind of how he was born into being a fan through osmosis. He wasn't literally born um, into a hockey family. I didn't really be like, oh, let's root for the Islanders. That's who we're supposed to root for. You know, it just it wasn't like that. Um, we let him pick and, you know, as you should, you shouldn't tell you, this is who you're rooting for, you know? And I don't, that's not what my parents did. We just watched the games and that's how I became an Islanders fan because we'd watch it on television. We'd go to games. Um, obviously DC is a little far from me right now. It's five and a half hours. So for us to get up and go to a game, it's kind of a weekend trip. And in, in time, I think we will go, um, to a game in DC Last Christmas, he got a capital sweater, an Ovechkin jersey, uh, for Christmas from my my dad, and he also got tickets to an Islanders Capitals game at the Coliseum the next season, um, which I guess was going on at the time. But this is you know seven eight months after his initial immersion into hockey and he thought you know giving a kid tickets to something that they can't tangibly be at immediately is kind of I don't know not recommended but the lead up into the game I think it was in March or something like that last March or two Marches ago I don't know no it was this past March was something that he was excited for and he was constantly like when how many days till we go to the game how many days how many days and we got to the game and I'll tell you what it was he, his mind was blown man it was at the Coliseum didn't care he had his Ovechkin jersey on anyway and the, the scene was insane I mean the Islanders were good the Capitals were good it was a rivalry um, you know both teams jockeying for, for position in the standings and we sat like third row blue line right behind the penalty box a few minutes in I think Anders Lee got a penalty and dude he was no one was like in awe of how big these guys are even from warm-ups you can see you know just the the speed at which they're skating and how hard they're shooting the puck and you know how quick they're moving it's crazy it's it's just and it is a spectacle to be seen like you you can appreciate it on on television but watching a game live is whatever it is, college or pros or AHL, minor league hockey, whatever. Go to a hockey game, you know. They're fun as hell, and it's always action. There's nonstop action, you know. Um, So we went to the game, and the Capitals wound up winning. It wasn't looking good. They got a fluky goal at the end, and they won, and he was, like, so damn happy, and it was so awesome to see as a parent. Because honestly, like, I grew up an Islanders fan. I'll root for the Islanders and the Capitals because no one likes the Capitals. And he's gotten me back into hockey. So I can root for the team that I grew up cheering for. Not going to lie, I would have been a little devastated for him had the Islanders won that game. But it was a good game, and both teams wound up making the playoffs. So it really didn't matter. Uh, I think it was early in the season. So I said they would jock him for position in the standings, but, you know, it really didn't matter at the time. They're both very good teams who were going to make the playoffs. 
And again, this year, they're both very good teams. I think they're one and two in the entire league in points right now. So it's exciting. You know, it's exciting in our household. He's hit roof the Islanders if he's not cheering for the Capitals. Uh, if they play each other, he'll probably go with the Caps. But And that's okay. You know, it's like a little friendly rivalry we have between us. As far as Graham goes, he has opted to root for the Maple Leafs and Golden Knights. I can't call them Vegas Golden Knights to him because they're just the Golden Knights. And Austin's favorite team, keep in mind he's three, is the team that Nolan plays on. So that's where they're at with with their hockey fandom. They're very knowledgeable, though. We have, like, sticker books from that Panini put out. I got, like, the Dollar Tree or something like that. It was a dollar for the book, and then you buy the mystery packs. They have five stickers for a dollar. You take them out. They have different players from the teams. And we still have, we have them from two years ago. And Nolan probably bought more stickers than we should have bought. He kept getting them. His book is probably 90% full. And we have Graham's book that is, like, torn to pieces. And we have a bin of stickers that are doubles and triples. And Austin, every day, will look for 35, 40 minutes trying to will his way to put one of the stickers on, even though the entire bin that we have of probably 65, 70 stickers are all already in the book, but it doesn't stop him. He learns the team names and, and the players and stuff like that, so it's kind of funny. He calls the San Jose Sharks the Jose Sharks, which is funny because no one calls them the San Joe's Sharks. And I guess that is how fans are born as well, you know, just by seeing people, in this case, Nolan and myself, and even Lindsay watches hockey all the time. Um, and the two little guys see us doing it and take an interest in it. Um, now, do they want to learn how to play? Not necessarily. They usually give me firm no's when I ask them if they want to learn how to skate because we now have an extra pair of skates that Nolan used when he first started. And here in Connecticut, the ponds freeze and lakes freeze and stuff like that. And there's plenty of opportunity once the dead of winter sets in, you know, January, February, March, um, to go skating. And I do think that eventually one or both of them will want to skate. Last year, whenever we went to a, a rink or, or a pond or something like that, some of the parks here have like depressions in them that they fire departments fill with water and turn into kind of a pseudo skating rink. Whenever we went, Nolan would skate, and I would have my skates on, and we'd go with another family who had their skates on, and their two kids had skates, and skate, skate, skates, and um, Austin and Graham would just kind of be on their feet walking on the ice, tentatively walking around on the ice, trying not to fall, but ultimately falling, and I mean, they had fun, but I think It'd probably be more fun if they could skate on it, but I guess time will tell. And whether or not they skate won't affect our winter at all. Nolan's still going to skate. Uh, I will still skate. I do have to get a stick, though, because I had, like, the Milek street stick. And it's just not the same playing on the ice with a puck. and It's fine for the street, but I'm going to just upgrade. I think I could find a stick for, like, 15 bucks. The adult version of the one we got in Nolan. But I think that kind of covers, you know, how a fan is born. Whether it's, one, being born into a family that actively cheers for a certain team. Or two, just 
kind of finding your own path and cheering for the first team you remember cheering for, which in Nolan's case is the Island is not the Islanders. That's me is the Capitals, you know, just by being a fan of the game, watching it and having them win and win and win and eventually win the Stanley cup. He saw them most at everybody. So that was his team and it's cool. So with that, we'll get into the weekly rewind. All right. So last weekend we had a double header. Like I had mentioned, 8 o'clock, 11.30. Neglected to mention that in between, we had a little road race that the kids were signed up for. So we went to the hockey game. I took Nolan. We left at about 6.45. Got there, played the game. They did great. The rink was so goddamn cold. Just kind of redundant. It's an ice rink, but it was cold. From there, we got his gear off, drove, I guess, probably a half hour, stopped to get a granola bar he picked out in cookies and cream uh, protein bar and a Gatorade. And then he had a little road race to run. He only did a quarter mile with his brothers, a few friends. And then from there, we all went to the next drink, which was you know, seven or eight minutes away. And that game went exceedingly well. The kid in goal for Nolan's team was out of his mind. I mean, he was making saves that an eight-year-old, I don't even know if he's eight, I think he might be seven. I mean, nonchalant with the glove. It was unbelievable. And I think they won both games. If you ask Nolan, I think it was 6-1 the first game, and then they did a shootout every, sometimes we do this, and it, it, the kids love it. It's just one skater and the goalie, and they go and they shoot. And after the shootout, I think the final was 8-4. He was beaming because he watched Jacob Vrana of the Caps, who imitated Pavel Datsuk of the Red Wings from years ago. Uh, the other night, did his shootout, and he kind of pulled it back, toe-dragged it, and then backhanded it past the goalie who had committed to, the, to going right. And Nolan did the same thing, and he executed it, and it was so funny because I knew that's what he was going to do. And he did it, and the first thing he said when he came off the ice, besides we won – was, did you see my move? And it was so cool. Um, so that was the uh, the weekly rewind. I forgot to mention the score of the second game. I think it was 8-1 to one or 6-1 to one or something like that. Um, and also a really good game to watch. So uh, that's also in the rewind. But I'm still figuring out how to edit this and figure out how to put it before the rewind sound and whatever. We got sound effects it's a good start for the second episode. Um, the next segment, we're going to do real quick because this week is crazy with Thanksgiving and it's just madness. Um, we're going to do a quick plus. I don't think we're going to do a minus. I haven't done a lot of research. and But the plus being the Vancouver Canucks power play last week in a game against the Predators. Um, Vancouver is surprisingly good this year. Um, I mean, they got some players, Elias Pettersson and Brock Besser and Markstrom and Nett, and even Demko, the backup goalie, is playing pretty well. But they potted five power play goals against the Preds. I think they won like 6-2 or something like that. So technically, it's not a lot of pluses because a power play goal is not a plus for a player's stat. But five goals, I think they were five for six, is pretty goddamn good. So 
And then the next night they scored another one against the Caps. They wound up beating the Caps in a shootout that went like six or seven rounds. A little controversy goal was scored by the Caps, which gave them the win in the shootout. And then it was overturned because it turns out it wasn't a goal. And then Vancouver won. But anyway, that's going to wrap it for this episode, episode two. So thanks for listening. Happy Thanksgiving. And we'll be back here in a week. All right. See ya.